What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Love That For You podcast with your hosts, Pat and Julia. Is this going to get annoying with the what's up, everybody? I feel like a lot of podcasts have like a pre-built intro Mm -hmm. where it just just has the pre-built intro and then it just them just start talking is like the transition. We could start doing that. Maybe we should. Maybe we should just record at one time. That way you guys always know to just. But like some of it, like, you know, who's I really like? I like call her daddies. Yeah. Because but it's like, I don't know how they got that. It's like, do you know what I'm talking about? No, I don't. It's like her like laughing and then she's like, what's up, daddy gang? Like whatever. Yeah. You you know, I don't know. If She has a lot of a big team. So yeah. Yeah, she's um, got a little bit more. Yeah, but I actually have been taking power. out our music from the beginning. I don't like it as much anymore. I don't think it like fits us. But mm-hmm. I've been putting it at the end of some episodes. I don't know. It's I like having like something to like end it, but I don't necessarily love that anymore. Yeah. But I need something, so. Do you have your coffee over there? Can I get a sip of that? I do have my coffee over there. <sighs> Yum. Um, so we've got a good episode today. One that I think we're simultaneously excited about but also i think it'll be good i think it'll be a good conversation yeah i think it'll be good but um Mm. this coffee's good you don't want over here but i guess before we get into the episode what's up what's new yeah uh we're going on a little trip next week we are we are um so i'm excited for that we're actually just going to the catskills in new york we did it last winter like right after the was it like january i feel like it was after the holidays that we went did we go for my birthday no it wasn't that late no i don't think so because it was like the christmas stuff was still i think but um we're going again for a few nights and i'm excited because it's kind of like i i was like i want to do something i didn't have anything planned for september I have some travels in October, but I was like, I really want something like early fall-ish that we could do. And it'll still be probably hot and like all that. But I'm like, I want to hike. I want to just do outside stuff. It'd still be like pretty, but also can start doing fall things and it'll be just us. And I don't know. I just wanted to book something. We are going to officially um, kick off fall with that by starting our trip with pumpkin spice latte. (laughs) I saw this... uh, thing on somebody's story and it was like saying how like every year like the pumpkin spice latte gets more expensive and more expensive and but and people, it comes out earlier and earlier yeah, and earlier. it's out yeah i know it's out it's too early honestly yeah i usually only get like one or two a year if i'm being <laughs> honest like i don't go to starbucks that often but i do like a, i like us pumpkin spice latte. it needs to be like on a sunday we're about to watch football yeah. we just picked out a pumpkin we're making pumpkin seeds and yeah, I got a latte. It's not only like the pumpkin spice latte. It's just any of the things that represent fall. And yeah, there's there's some summer creep going on with how early we're starting to see them. If you I, go to Target right now, yeah. it's fall. Yeah. I I like a pumpkin spice latte. I like going to Target. I like going to Home Goods and picking out new fall things every year. Mm-hmm. Call me crazy. I don't know. But I also like picking out new candles i have to go through and finish the rest of our fall candles from last year so that i can go buy new ones mm-hmm. what does that make me basic <laughs> no it makes you call me lovely. basic Bas- nothing's wrong with being basic no nothing is wrong with being basic that stuff is popular because it's good exactly right? like pumpkin spice lattes are good whether or not yeah why course. why does that turn into something now that i'm thinking about well, it because like, it's a feeling and this is why and julie and i talk about this a lot with our business together 
like the value of branding and not only do like people don't necessarily only buy products, right? Like when I buy a shirt, I'm buying how the shirt makes me feel or how I think the shirt makes me look or whatever. I'm not buying like the 100% cotton fabric, whatever. And I think that's like what makes Starbucks and Target places so good where it's about the experience of getting a pumpkin spice latte. You know, it's funny, though. It makes you feel good on the inside. It's funny that people just like to hate on things that collect as a group collectively, everybody likes. And it immediately gets like, oh, you're going to do this because everybody else is doing it. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah, I am. Anytime there's anything that popular, there's going to be haters. There's going to be whatever. And it does get overplayed a little bit. I mean, people get so excited. But that's the funny part about it now is that like it is good, but we also like to make fun of it and talk about it. It has turned into almost a joke. Yeah. More so than... Yeah. What it started as. Yeah. But. It's funny. Um, um, anything new, though? We're doing the Catskill, so we're doing that in the fall. Um, we are working a lot on together. New things are coming, like, really soon. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really been excited about that lately. I feel like we both have. We've been. I know that we talked a lot about, like, our working together and how it's been hard for the two of us. And I know there's going to be more ups and downs, but I feel like we've been on like a high with like just everything's going well in terms of like working as a couple yeah. together. It would be, <clears throat> I think, fun for us. I don't know if it would be interesting to you guys. It would be fun for us because when I experience a lot of like influencer founded brands or celebrity founded brands, there's so much like surface level that you see, right? Like you see cool brands, you see the products. But you don't always have access to see what is going on behind the scenes. Yeah. So it'd be interesting if we did an episode on here just talking about everything going on like behind the scenes. And, you know, the way Julia and I have it broken down is Julia gets to do the fun stuff and I have to do the crappy stuff. <laughs> not necessarily. Um, not not fully. But just it's it's I think on the outside, it's like, oh, there's this cool brand. There's, you know. Like what what everybody can experience through the social media or through the website, whatever, when in reality, there's so much going on behind the scene that is hard, that is stressful, that is like different than I think you normally like me saying is I think different than normally what you hear from influencer founded brands or celebrity founded brands or I think recently what's been nice is I feel like we finally I mean, it's been since we launched six months. Yeah, a little and I'm sure there's going to be more like change, but we've changed a lot. We finally have gotten into like a little bit of a routine with different things. And I feel like that like we have like schedules and we have like posting schedules and just a lot of things that I was like, I really need this. And I knew it was going to take a while, but I feel like we're finally getting there with that stuff. Yeah. Um. So that is it's it it's good. So we've been working a lot on that. Um. That's pretty I feel like we haven't been doing much other than like working lately. Yeah. Um, behind the scenes stuff too, like not a lot to show really in terms of like fun content, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, it has been a lot of work recently. A lot of the same, you know, nothing too exciting, I guess. Yeah. Which, that's sad. I mean, like the thing is, is that we're working <laughs> a lot on stuff that will be coming and, you know, we're doing a lot of this for our audience and for you guys listening because we know that or we think that you're going to like what's coming. So I think it doesn't yeah. always have to be – that's just kind of part of it. It doesn't always have to be 
No, I was saying more like not not fun and exciting oh, about the business. I'm saying fun and exciting us. about life. We went to the Phillies game. <laughs> we went to the Phillies game. That was a lot we of fun. We went to the Phillies game. Um, this weekend coming up is Labor Day weekend, so we'll be with like family, mm-hmm. just like everybody else on the beach, crowded. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah. SPF 100 for me. Yeah. That'll be good. Is there anything else? No. Nothing. All right. Let's get into it. Okay. Cool. So, I mean, I guess as you guys probably all saw, this episode we're going to be talking about death, mortality, spirituality, um, and just really kind of our thoughts about it. I think before getting into it, um, I just want, like, I want to say, like, reach out to the people you love. There's, I think we're going to, like, talk through this, and I don't know if we're going to get emotional. It's not like we're talking about specific people or specific things yeah but the topic and the idea of death is hard um julie and i woke up this morning checked instagram one of our friends posted that she there was a tragedy in her family something happened we're not sure like thoughts and prayers and life can change so fast and life is so precious so if there's somebody you're thinking about like Give them the call. Send the text. Tell them you love them. Like, just do it. Things happen fast. And, yeah. I actually do think about death a lot. Like, I I don't know if this is normal for mm. most people, um, but I pretty much, I think I think about, like, mortality every single day. Yeah. And there are moments of pretty much every day where I'm like, or every week at least, where I'm like, oh, I could actually either die tomorrow or mm-hmm. I could get a call that somebody I love is something happened, even if it's not death, even if it's just yeah. like something that's life changing. And I feel like I actually think about it very often. And sometimes it like bothers me because I mean, I think it's part of anxiety and how much I think about stuff like that. But then the other part of me is like, I'm actually really grateful that I do think of it. And I do like understand that Yeah, it's not, we're not going to be here forever. And like somebody in our families will die or like something is yeah. going to happen at some point. So it's more just like, Maybe just like preparing myself for stuff like that. Yeah. Well, I think and two thoughts that came to mind for me. One thing you said, you do think about mortality every day. And I think that's good. It depends how you think about it. If it's a very like anxiety driven and um, all you think about is like fearing death every day and oh my gosh, like the the bad part of thinking about death can be really bad. Yeah. Right. It can be debilitating. It can be where you are fearful. Which I think part of it for me is, yeah, definitely fear. And I know it is for you. But I think. <laughs> Do I talk about it? <laughs> no. The other side of that, though, is how thinking about death can be a positive. Right. I love you so much. You're going to die. How do I show you that love? Right. Like. There's a positive side to thinking about that and realizing that with an understanding that death is real, that death can happen to anybody at any time, it helps you pull out like what matters and what doesn't matter. Well, I think that's why we get very like when we after my cousin's wedding, I Mm. was I didn't I wasn't like emotionally sad, but on the way home, I was like. I want to plan all these things. I want to spend more time with those people because those are – that's family. And, like, when yeah. you think about it, like, you're – you know, people always say, like, you might – if you live far away from somebody, you might see them one more time, yeah. zero more times. Or if you get a long life with them, 
12 more times. And it's yeah. like that, when you think about it like that, you're like, wow, I will not get to spend that much time with this person ever again because mm-hmm. because I'm just busy and I'm not thinking about it. And it's like, you know, you go back and forth, I think, because life is busy and life is hard. But yeah, when you're in the moments of thinking about how much time you have left with like certain people, it's like, well, who are the people that are really important? Who do I want to spend that time with? Yeah. I think of um, the th- like thinking about death puts everything else in perspective for me. And I know that this is something I'm good at that you're probably not good at of like everyday stressors, everyday challenges, like in the grand scheme of things don't really matter. Yeah. And therefore like handle them and move on Mm -hmm. because when you think about death like it's going to end and on your deathbed whatever those little things you're worried about on a day-to-day aren't going to matter and that is obviously easier said than done right that's not um that's not like an easy like oh let me just stop caring about work or stop caring about the dirty house or stop you know like that stuff is important but it puts it into perspective and you realize how minimally important it is. Yeah, I think we'll probably get into this more. But something that I've always thought about maybe since I met you is that I do wish that I had more spirituality mm-hmm. in terms of the way I grew up and the way that I think about death now. Because I feel like some people are really okay with dying. And I know mm-hmm. there's a few messages like about this one, but... It's the way you grew up too with just like faith. And I think you have a lot more of that than I do. Like just knowing that it's going to be okay and like death isn't a bad – it doesn't have to be a bad thing. Yeah, absolutely. I think – yeah, spiritually we we will get into um, I guess kind of how we're still kind of chatting on like initial thoughts and like not surface level but like whatever. One one thing I always – one of my favorite bands is Florida Georgia Line and they have a song called, called Grow Old With You. And cry every time. (laughs) Cry every time. It's so good. But they call out right in the beginning of the song, like, I look forward to life. I look forward to all these things we're going to do. And there's the line, it's going to hurt like hell when we lose our mom and dad. Mm -hmm. Right. And like, that realization is like, brings me to my knees thinking about. Like, that is um, hard to think about. Mm -hmm. But it's such a like true like it's gonna happen it's just a reality that everybody avoids too because no one wants to think about it and you know it's partially like the reason we're still here with my parents and we're close to your parents Mm -hmm. because yeah like it's annoying sometimes but in the grand scheme of things like as soon as one of them isn't here anymore we're gonna wish we had more time or wish we said something else so it's like now we're reminding ourselves to do those things yeah yeah, and, and for us, it is our parents. Like, those are people that we think a lot about. And I know not everybody has the same relationships with their parents or with family, but we all have those people that we know we're going to lose. Yeah. And what are we doing about that while we can? Yeah. Um, there's also another, I think this is maybe a year or two ago, where I started thinking about death. Um one of my favorite like motivational speakers, Ed Milet, has uh, a bit on it. And he says, one thing you always think about is other people dying, right? We're so 
like we're so fearful of our parents dying or our friends or each other and we always forget that we're gonna die too i think about it yeah i think (laughs) but it's also in the same like how do you think about it what do you mean like you think of it um in like an anxiety like stressed out way yeah or is it a positive thing for you how could it be positive because you can live differently once you realize you're gonna die yeah but if you're just saying about thinking about you are going to die Mm -hmm. not necessarily how it should affect your life now but that's a whole different thing well i'm saying it can it should affect your life it should change how you think well i think that part of it yes it's partial for me anxiety but the other part of it is that I do – I was just walking the other day with my mom and I was like, you know, I – we didn't even have this conversation, but I was thinking about what do you – what do you think you'll miss the most when you're gone or like what, you know, what would you remember or whatever. And to me, I was like – and I think about this all the time. I'm like, I really do appreciate like the smallest little things because I feel like that is something that I would – if I could remember, mm-hmm. I would miss like – yeah. Waking up at the beach, coffee, the ocean, like the fresh air, like, yeah. you know, just like little things that I'm like, I love these things, food, like things that I'm like, that would suck to not have anymore. If I died tomorrow and I could see my life again, I'd be like, oh, I really, really like, Miss you food. know, like little things yeah. like that where I think I it, it does make me appreciate it more. Yeah. Um. There's times when I'm like super anxious about things that I can't control and part of my mind is like, I know that. It's part of my life, and I know that when I die or when I'm on my deathbed, I will wish that I could have controlled my anxiety more and not have had those moments because most of the moments that I have anxiety are really good moments in my life, like flying yeah. to a new country or things that I just wish that I could appreciate more. But, yeah. Yeah. You know. Well, it's it's you bring up <clears throat> missing like the small things, and um, just another person, Brene Brown. She's isn't it Renee? No, it's oh. Brene. Um, she's a superhero. She's a motivational speaker. I think she's a doctor. I'm not exactly positive on her background, but I mean, if you just look her up, that she's everywhere and she's awesome. In one, she has a Netflix, uh, I guess documentary out there. It's her speaking, and in that that show, she talks about uh, families dealing with grief, and she talks about how. So there's this family that lost their like four or five year old son and she sits down with the parents and like, what do you miss most? And they both said like, we miss when he would run outside and slam the screen door. Yeah. Like we miss that sound. Every time he did it, we yelled at him. Mm -hmm. But like, that's what we miss. We miss like the, the little things. Yeah. We don't miss when we took the family trip to Disney world or when we, whatever it's like, We miss when we poured cereal every morning. Yeah. Things that you also hated about that person or didn't like. like. Yeah. And her whole thing is about like we live life seeking the extraordinary moments. I mean, I I keep seeing on social media. I feel like this is the summer where everybody is going to Europe. Mm -hmm. Like if I see somebody else getting on a plane going to Europe, like, I don't know, I'm going to delete Instagram. But me as somebody who's not doing that, I'm like. Oh, I want to do that. Look at where they are. It looks so cool. And I'm like seeking those extraordinary moments, those extraordinary trips, those extraordinary things. And Brene Brown, her point is like, we live life seeking the extraordinary 
when in reality the things that people miss is the ordinary yeah right like totally. that's the most valuable stuff like it's it's that's not the stuff that you're really gonna miss when you're gone and that you would really think about when somebody you love is gone you're not gonna think about the trip you took no there and and when you do think of trips you're not i mean i think of our trip and we we are guilty we went to europe to well, and summer. there are moments it's not about but it's not that. it's not we were in switzerland it was i missed the moment of like standing on the balcony together. Yeah. Right? Like that was the moment that I missed. It mm-hmm. didn't matter that we were in. I mean, it, yeah, it mattered that we were there. But it wasn't like I'm not going to remember that moment because of where we are. I'm going to remember that moment because of it being us two in a simple time. Situation together. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. Why don't – give me your phone. I'm going to read some of the – I think it will just bring up a lot of the points that we have. Some of you guys wrote in some stuff and – I think it'll just bring up like all the questions that we like kind of want to answer or talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, something that I I kind of mentioned before is like the difference between when I'm in work mode versus when I'm in uh, family mode. And I think I mentioned it just with like my cousin. Like when I'm in like a work, when we're in work mode and we're like sitting down and we have like two weeks of or a week of like really good work time and yeah. content. Um, or whatever, just a really good work day. I'm like, I don't want to see anybody. Like, I just want to focus. Like, I don't really care. Like, this is really important to me, which it is. Mm-hmm. And then when I'm at like a family wedding or a family party or a holiday party and we leave and we're so nostalgic because we're like that, those conversations and those moments were extremely important and I already miss it and it's it just happened. Yeah. So I feel like there's just a difference in thinking about like, like there's just different times of your life when you're thinking about different things and it's okay. I'm not like shaming myself for being like, thinking about work and it being important but there has to be a balance of like yes work is super important and i'm gonna continue to work my ass off for certain things but appreciating those moments with your family when you're in the moment because you know that tomorrow you're gonna go back to work yeah yeah and i don't think we're like our position with this conversation is not like drop everything and just think about death and do you know whatever of course not, like we're not going to do that no we're not going to do that and we don't think anybody else will or would but it can help become more comfortable with the idea of death that it's going to happen to you and to everybody you love and that can change your interactions that can change how you think about things yeah you're still going to have to have a job you're still going to have to pay bills you're still going to have to clean the house like all, all the other stuff of normal day everyday life you're gonna have to keep doing but if you do it in a mindset of um just a different maybe understanding of life and death then mm-hmm. great well this person just wrote which is kind of what we're talking about right now not scared to die but scared of not having enough time on this earth with my loved ones worst part of grieving for me is the longing for more time more memories their touch etc i've lost many loved ones and while i miss them i know i'll see them again i feel like yeah. So I feel like this is also part of the just like, you know, the worst part of grief is like missing things about that person. But then like, you know, this person's like, I know I'll see them again. And like, I don't necessarily think that I think that. Yeah. So I just like, I don't think that I, somebody wrote in, do you believe in like a- afterlife? Mm-hmm. And while I really, really, really want to so bad and I know people like, your mom or like other people who might say, oh, for sure, like you're going here and I know what's going to happen to you. And like I, it is because of the way I grew up, but like I don't necessarily believe in afterlife. Mm -hmm. Um, If I'm being completely honest, I think 
and I don't, I don't know, I feel weird saying it because I feel like some people will just like really disagree. But if I'm being completely honest, I think it's like before you were born and I think you just disappear. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I hate saying it because I don't want to believe that. I want to believe that like there is more. And I feel like when you think about like, when I'm thinking about death, that's what I think about. But when I'm thinking about like space and like science and like the universe, I'm like, oh my God, like for sure. All the stuff that's already happened, like just life yeah. that's happened. I'm like, well, there for sure is more. Yeah. So it's. Yeah. I mean, you know, we're, we're not here to debate about what we believe or change your mind or like anything. I mean, I do believe in an afterlife. I do believe that like our souls continue. I do believe like it, I don't believe that it's just like life here on Earth. Like, I don't believe that. But I do believe that like we continue. And somehow. again, yeah, somehow it's like, OK, what does that mean? And I'm like, I don't exactly know what I mean. Or what that means. And that's where, like, for me, the idea of, like, faith comes in. Because faith is, like, trusting in the unknown. And that's an unknown to me that I just do believe. And, that like, you just I, trust. That I just trust. Yeah. That, that, yeah, that there is something after my body dies and I'm six feet under that some my soul continues. It's and like faith is just kind of a way for people to be off, honestly less scared and believe that whatever is meant to happen is going to be okay and it's not going to be bad. Yeah, and it it's a powerful thing to believe. I mean, you know, my grandmother, God bless her, when she passed away, the last few years of her life, and she was mostly there, um, physically could move around, mentally was mostly there, she would openly tell people that she was praying to die. Yeah. And she was so comfortable with dying. She was not afraid. She was like right. looking forward to it because yeah. she had such strong faith and such strong conviction in the afterlife that she was at complete ease with it. Which is like amazing. Yeah, because I, I, I know which this is what scares me even more is like I know my parents don't have that, mm -hmm. and I know that, you know, I don't know if they're necessarily scared of dying, but like it's hard to talk about and think about, especially because they're in their sixties and they're like friends who are, you know, some are getting sick or some are whatever, and it's just like you, I think they're having a big like mortality moment in their yeah. lives where they're just well, whether die. you're, and th this is what I was saying the other day when we were talking about this, we all picture death and we all start thinking and talking about death and we associate it with age of course but that's how we should because that's well, what we're hopeful for yeah you want to die when you're old but if you don't start thinking and talking about it now yeah because you might die tomorrow i yeah. might die tomorrow like that's just the truth so if we don't think and talk about it today and frame it in our minds in a positive way or in a beneficial way then if we're just waiting till we're 70 and then we're like, oh, I got to figure out this death thing. Meanwhile, yeah. people we loved passed away 20 years ago. Like, yeah, that it, it shouldn't always be tied to age, I think. This person just wrote existential is a good word regarding what you're describing. And this makes me so anxious because a part of my anxiety <laughs> and now maybe I'm realizing um, I don't know if my anxiety leads everyone has anxiety because it's like what will happen and like mm -hmm. anxiety is like the fear of something happening yeah and i feel like i have a lot of um existential like uh disassociating anxiety so my anxiety like started with like realizing like 
the whole like who are we what are we doing like what is this like that type of thing and like yeah. i just kind of got like super out of body like experiences and that like freaked me out because i was like are we a simulation like stuff like that and i was like this is super weird and i was just kind of having this like out of body like disassociating like anxiety and i think it like helps me now a little bit in the terms of just in the sense of like realizing that life is not forever and that there actually may be more out there if i have this like disassociation does that make sense yeah I think it makes sense. I hope that if anyone has this disassociation, like, I, you don't have that. No. So it's hard to understand, but I feel like I could do a whole episode about that. But yeah. have you ever had an out-of-body experience? Um, I don't think so. I think maybe when I'm, I've had, like, dreams where I've had them, which is different, but no. You've I. have had dreams where you've had that? I feel like... I could go I into like it like, right now. That's how bad I can, like, I could talk myself into being, like, completely out of my body and just, like. That's cool. It's not cool. Mm. I mean, I feel like I've learned to make it okay, but it's, it. yeah, it's, I don't know. Yeah. I'm a different type of human. Yeah, I guess I can't really reply to that just because I don't, can't fully understand it because I can't do that. Yeah. But. but anyway, it just made me kind of, part of it is really scary, but part of it is, like, well, there is more than like if I can do that and I can like understand and realize that there is like a big thing happening internally while I'm here on earth then yeah I feel like there's just got to be more I hope that makes sense to some people I need to like really research and write it down more and maybe we can (laughs) talk about it yeah um here do you want to do some others so this is uh, another common thing that people wrote in and um I guess not exactly, but a lot of times like in life and experience will make people um, come to terms with death. So like one example of somebody wrote in, I wasn't scared of death until I became a mom. Now I'm too scared because I don't want to leave my babies. Such a real feeling when I think about kids too or something happening to your kids. Yeah. And another person wrote in. I'm very spiritual since my sister died. I feel like once you lose someone so close to you, you open your mind to it. Mm-hmm. And those are two two experiences that people um, lived through that kind of helped them, uh, or maybe not helped, I'm not sure if that's the right word, but come Hopefully. to terms and understand death. And I think for a lot of people, like near-death experiences, right, people something happens they're they almost die and then that can change their perspective for the rest of their life or having babies or losing a close loved one i mean the only reason that people are whether you're in completely faithful and you aren't afraid of death everybody is kind of afraid of death because mm-hmm. you know you're careful when you get into a car you're careful when you do this you're always checking up on people you're making sure because it's unknown because you yeah. st- no matter how much you believe in <clears throat> faith you're still not gonna just like go jump off a building because you know that you won't be here anymore and it's just like i think everybody is still unsure and that's what makes it scary and that's what makes people maybe not scared but just unsure of like what's gonna happen yeah it's not like it's a oh i'm gonna be stupid because because maybe some some people honestly actually probably are but but um Kenny Chesney. Sorry. Kenny Chesney has a song where he says, uh, 
and this is like the basis of the whole song, everybody wants to go to heaven, but nobody wants to go today. Mm-hmm. Like, we, yeah, we can be as comfortable with dying. We can be as comfortable with an afterlife. We can be as comfortable with anybody dying. But with like myself dying, but that doesn't mean I want to go today, mm-hmm. right? Like, and I think that's what you're saying. Yeah. It's like, even if you're so confident, you're so aware, you're so everything with death, you're still not going to go you, jump off a building. Have you heard of those people who like are, because it's so fascinating and so interesting that like people don't like want to commit suicide because they are like genuinely just curious about like what yeah. it is. Yeah. I mean, that's. I'm not pro- like I'm just saying there are like people that are just so curious and like don't necessarily care as much about being on this side of life because they're like so curious about what afterlife is and they just want to like know. Yeah. Which yeah, is I mean, wild. And there are a ton of people who study death. Or have right? had like like death experiences. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah, where they've been pronounced We dead watched then, that whole yeah. documentary or a thing on like people who have been clinically dead for minutes and mm-hmm. they tell you like their experiences which i think the thing that's like also scary about that is that some people do have those experiences of like they died and then they came back and they could tell what happened in between but then some people i think i've had those experiences and like not can't remember you know so i yeah. feel like it is maybe it's just like it's also different for every person like everything else in life you might have this experience after you die that somebody else is not going to have like i don't know it's just it's all unknown and it's yeah yeah well that, that's what this, this person wrote in she wrote my mind can't process death or anything about the afterlife or anything about space for that matter like what happens next where do you go what do you do there what else is there to do who will be there yeah. but honestly it's just like crazy because no one really knows what happens and it's like uncomfortable I grew up in a strong Catholic family, so I was taught to be excited and prepared about death. Yeah. Excited. Interesting. Well, what about you, too? I feel like, I mean, like, your parents have a lot of faith and like, you grew up Catholic, right? Yeah. 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 I think I'm, I'm not scared of death. I'm kind of like, try to, um, like, I I think I try to live my life like I know I'm going to die. And I try to give love like I know other people around me are going to die. I don't, I mean, I, I, I definitely don't have as strong of a conviction about it like my parents do or like my grandmother, I said earlier, does. Um, I think my parents and both my parents, well, they turned both turned 70 this summer. And I think they're both very okay with it. They're very... Which gives um, me and you, it just gives us peace. Yeah, it doesn't... I know that when their time comes that they're going to be okay with it, which makes it a little better for me mm-hmm. because like, yes, I will, you know, miss the hell out of them. But if they're okay with it, then I can be okay. Exactly. With it. And that's something I wish that I grew up with a little bit more to make yeah. it easier, to make it like feel like it's okay and not that it's like we should be scared. And I don't feel like anybody was telling me you should be scared, but it is like, be careful. Like, this could happen. Like, you could lose your life tomorrow. And then it becomes like a, it's a way of living your life differently, but it's also like not a way of being like, oh, so like yeah. you really, this is going to be scary. Like, this is going to be bad. Definitely <laughs> how it gets portrayed and given, right? If I say to you, when you're young, 
or you not even like super young, but younger, like you're going to die. Don't do this. You're going to die. Don't do this. You're going to die. Don't do this. Right. Then you live in fear of death. Mm -hmm. Right. You're so afraid that if I drink alcohol, I'm going to die. Or if I go cliff jumping, I'm going to die. Or if I do this, I'm going to die. Like you, you almost protect yourself so much from death and not only physically, but like mentally too. Yeah. Whereas if you're like the the exact same things I said, like drinking, cliff diving, like whatever, I would, somebody would say, you're going to die. So go do those things. Yeah. And it's all about like how it gets told to you, how it gets presented to you. And at our age, how we think about it. Like, I'm going to die, so I'm going to take the risk to start a business. I left a six-figure job to try us start together mm-hmm. where I make zero dollars. And I can do that because I'm going to die. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm more willing to take on risk. I'm more willing to whatever because, like, I'm okay with knowing that I'm going to die. Yeah. I think about it with, like, kids and how we would raise our kids. And it's kind of confusing. One, as a kid, when do you even learn about that everybody's not going to be here one day? It's like mm-hmm. maybe TV, maybe you just you just kind of – no one says, oh, by the way, this ends in a certain yeah. time. And also it's like you want to teach your kids that something can happen to you and you do need to be careful and you can't be like reckless all the time while also teaching them that it's okay when we die. It doesn't yeah. mean it's bad. And like somehow getting that into their brain where they're not like – oh, this is, let's do this now versus like, let's be careful, but also knowing that like, it's okay. Yeah. And it's not scary. Yeah, it's not scary. I mean, I think, unfortunately for a lot of kids, it's when they lose their grandparents. Mm-hmm. Uh, really? Well, that, that's a lot Can of Can you time. remember? I remember, yeah, I remember when my grandfather died. I was, it was actually like on my 10th birthday. So I remember that. But even I think before that, and I was having this conversation with my sister and brother-in-law, because they just got their son, who's pretty young, a hermit crab. And I was like, really a hermit crab? Like, that's so <laughs> dumb. Like, that's going to live for whatever. And, well, they were like, well, that's kind of the purpose of it, is it's not going to live for very long. And we need to start having conversations with their son to introduce death to him. Did they and, find it? I don't know. They, <laughs> they lost it. Complete the tangent. They actually lost the hermit crab <laughs> in their house. And... I haven't, is, I haven't, I haven't, I need to follow up on that to yeah. hear if they found it. <laughs> it's like, I could understand if you lost like a, something that moves quickly. Like a hamster? Yeah, a hamster or, I don't know, but they lost a hermit crab in their house. But, but so the the purpose of me saying that was that that's how they're, like the hermit crab is going to live for a little bit. It's going to pass away. And then they're going to have to start introducing like, what did, where did the hermit crab go? What does it mean to be dead? Like, mm-hmm. it's okay. And, you know. It was weird. I never had those conversations. I well, don't think. that you remember or that you like yeah, now yeah. that you're almost 28 that you remember. Yeah. But, you know, I do you, remember you having introduced. Yeah. In I, other ways. I think I've always had anxiety my entire life. And now looking back and like understanding it, I think I did always have maybe from TV or maybe from whatever moments of like, oh, wait, like, what do you mean? Like, this isn't for like, this isn't like for eternity. And then kind of just being like, not wanting to think about it mm-hmm. so because i didn't understand it yeah so kind of just being like okay well my mom maybe said oh well this isn't gonna happen you know how like parents are like oh well we're not gonna die for that's not gonna happen to us for a very very long time and yeah. you're like oh, okay 
All right, that's fine. Yeah. It's really interesting just what people wrote in. And we didn't give like strict. Um, I just wanted people's thoughts. Just like, people's thoughts. Do, does and, anyone have any groundbreaking And, and somebody wrote in, I struggle with deciding if I want a cremation or a burial. Mm. Which. Me too. My mind, when we started talking about this episode, never went there. Yeah. I would have never thought about that. But it, it is interesting how. I wonder, I mean, I want to ask this person questions now because is that based on because they still think chances of being alive? Are they yeah. thinking about well, that's well, my, that's their what soul? I think about. Is there, yeah, it's yeah. just different. Um, this person wrote in, I believe Jesus promises life after death because of his sacrifice. And um, yeah, I mean, that that's where my what like, does that faith mean? comes from. What is life after <clears throat> death if... It's not like it is here. And can you go on and on and on for eternity and blah, blah, blah? Or remember all the thousands of years that we weren't here? No. Yeah. I don't. Well, I think that's, like I said earlier, that's where the, like, faith comes in. Like, you just said, like, where do you go? What do you do? Like, what is life like? And it's like, I don't know. And I don't think anybody has, a like, a answer to that, right? Yeah. There's, I do believe that there's, like my soul is different than my body. Mm-hmm. My when my physical body passes away, I do believe that my soul continues. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? I don't know. I don't like in my mind. Like yeah, I have pictures of me still being able to go find my grandparents and give them a hug. Some of my friends that have passed away, like find them and talk yeah. with them. Um. Like, that was crazy, right? Like, all those years of living, that was wild. Yeah. Yeah. And then they were like, well, you guys were so sad when I died, and I've been here doing yeah. this. Yeah. And it's like, oh, wow, that, that makes me feel better about it. Yeah. Like, it wasn't lost. To maybe time. just get closure on things. Yeah. And then, and then a lot of people, when I we were watching that documentary that had these death experiences and could, like, live to tell about it, a lot of them were like, it was amazing. Yeah. Like, most of them were like, I did not want to come back. Kind of yeah. like it was like this whole new like thing and they were like it was okay it was happy yeah or like just a feeling maybe yeah and had. i think that's a little bit like these people who in this show had the death experiences i can't even say near death they were people who were one woman was like underwater submerged for like 35 minutes yeah and was dead wild and she came back um they were like it's so hard for me to describe because it was so different than anything like, I can't say there were trees. Like, it wasn't like a life like as a we being. think about it yeah. as Earth. It was, I was like a a soul, a spirit, and I was experiencing colors and things just so different. And I think that's... Um, that's like how I think about the universe. Yeah. Like, it, we can't There's... say it's going to be, you know, like life here on Earth. It's going to be so different. You are born different. and you start a new business. Yeah, exactly. It's like... No, it's so it can be so different than what it is on Earth. And yeah, I mean, even just when I think about like the universe, it's like I'm scared. I don't know. There could be other things that are so different than how we think about yes. like living right now. Yeah, and for me, conceptually, that there could be another planet with living things a trillion billion miles away, and their life form be so different than how we think about it here on Earth. Yeah. Is like, wait, if I can conceptually believe that in my mind, I should be able to believe that there's something after after my, like, in yeah, afterlife, after exactly. my physical body on Earth here dies. Why couldn't I believe that 
my soul continues. Well, it's like, because we're here, because this is wild. Like, what are we? Yeah. Then I should be able to believe that there is something else. Yeah. Yeah. That's what kind of maybe helps think about it. But, um, yeah, death is wild. Yeah. I think more, it's just maybe fascinating and should be something that's more interesting than scary. But because we're such, as a human being, you are emotional and like you have emotions and all of those other things that it makes it, you know, fear. Fear is a huge emotion. And it's like, that's what makes unknowns for human beings scary. Yeah. Which is the unknown of starting a business, the unknown of death, the unknown of what my kids will be like, the unknown of who I'll marry, like all the things that we're all worried about um when in reality it's like okay well let's look outside there's the sun is shining that's amazing the ocean is what i I know it's like stupid to think about and say but yeah yeah i mean i i agree with you we've the whole purpose and when we've talked about it and we've thought about it and why we wanted to have this episode is just coming to terms and an understanding of death can help with your perspective on life yeah and not in a neck. It, it can make life better. It can help you understand what is precious. It can help you understand how to give love. It can, you know, teach to you how to receive To let go of some of the love, things that are less important. And exactly. if you look at your life in 10 years, will it matter? Then let it go. Like stuff like that, that's hard to do. But maybe just this episode helps you think about, think about it more and understand and realize that like life is precious and it's amazing. Yeah, so. definitely. Um. So rather than Julia say, everybody go leave us a review. If you want to go leave us a review, go leave us a review. Rather than that, if you listen to this episode, send us a DM on Love That For You Instagram and just tell us your thoughts. Like, did it Was it helpful? Yeah. Just tell us your thoughts. It yeah. doesn't need to be, was it helpful or not? Just tell us your thoughts, what you thought while listening to this episode, what you think about now. Just send us a DM and say... Anything. Anything. Anything yeah. about this and how you think about that. I love that idea. All right. Love that for you. Okay. Um, that's it for this week. I hope it was an interesting episode for you guys to listen to. Like Pat said, leave us a DM. Um, anything else, follow our Instagram for um, updates and stuff. And that's it. We will see you guys next week. See you, everybody. Bye.